Incoming chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome one more time to Incoming Chat, the H2H business communication podcast by Live Chat. If you happen to like this video, you better, like uh, YouTubers say, smash that like button and subscribe to our channel for more amazing content. And today we're going to cover something that is very interesting for us marketers, which is multi-channel communication, or in other terms, also multi-channel marketing. Like, how do you communicate uh, with your customer in different ways in different places? And for that, I wanted to invite someone who has his hands all over that and I'm with Matt, uh, Matt Tarczynski, the CEO of Woodpecker. I'm sure if you're a marketer, you know what Woodpecker is. Matt, thank you for being with us in the show. Uh, thank you, Marcus, for having me here and for your invitation. It's, it's great to have you because um, it's going to be an interesting thing. I mean, I know multi-channel marketing is something that is, it became a buzzword for, for a while, but people really forgot like what it really is and how to use it properly. Um, so I'm not even going to start with a with a question about that. Sure. I just want to ask you about yourself, so people get to know uh, who you are and what you've done in the last few years. Matt, sure. who is Matt Tarczynski? Uh, who is Matt Tarczynski? Matt Tarczynski is a CEO and co-founder at Woodpecker, a sales automation tool uh, that helps people to um, build meaningful relationships. Like at the beginning, using using mainly cold emails. But now we are developing our product and we are repositioning our brand also to help to build relations using uh, also different channels, like not only cold email. So I think it's very similar to the topic of our yeah, absolutely. This conversation. And, and that's why it's interesting because I, I remember yeah. um, being an early adapter of Woodpecker, and it was and it is still a great um, tool to like for for email marketing. But you guys expanded that. Yeah. Maybe not for email marketing, like uh, what I think about. Email market, uh, marketing at the first uh, thought. Um, I would rather use Mailchimp mm -hmm. because, we, for example, we use yeah, Mailchimp yeah. for for newsletters. But for you know personalized and very uh, cherry picking uh, relation building communication, I think Woodpecker is is much better. That's actually very interesting. So, like, mm -hmm. you could start with something very massive like Mailchimp, which is like to the world, and then personalize and identify certain segments. Yeah, I think that. Um, Using Mailchimp or tools like this, you want to broadcast more and then, you know, people to read what you send to them. Using Woodpecker, you want to start conversations with them. Like you want to someone to answer you, to uh, jump on a call, to have a meeting. or so actually have or, the conversations. Actually have the conversations. So I think that we are not uh, competing with Mailchimp. We are rather like on a different use case. When you uh, have, for example, free trial users, and you have uh, expensive or maybe complicated product, you usually want to talk to them, like make a demo or explain pricing mm -hmm. and, uh, and so on. So when you use MailChimp, you can just you know inform them, here is your help section and some videos yep, on YouTube. Yep. When you use Woodpecker, you can uh, invite them like, uh, hi, Marcus, would you like me to explain you how to, how to use uh, yeah, to Yeah, now you're talking directly to, yeah. to the, to the person or the lead. Exactly. Which, and, which it touches again mm -hmm. about multi-channel, right? It's like, uh, so not necessarily Woodpecker and MailChimp would be the same channel. It'll be yeah. two different channels for two different things. That's true. That's true. So, um, so just, just for you guys at home, uh, if you're not familiarized with the multi-channel communication uh, concept is basically being where your customer is uh, if uh, if your customers are in Facebook, you create a strategy how to talk in Facebook. If your customers are using email communication more than anything else, you create a way to reach out to them through email. So we talk about LinkedIn, social media, YouTube, videos, newsletters, all these different things are 
what multi-channel communication is, right? Yeah. Now, in, on your case, guys, like when, when we're talking about like, yeah, email is one thing. Mm -hmm. What other channels of communication you guys try to develop? Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, we started with email because, you know, most of the companies I, I, I was involved in, uh, our co-founder or a founder, um, I, start, uh, I started as a bootstrap, so I didn't have any budget, like yeah. marketing budget or sales budget. I have to figure out something, how to find the first clients. So cold emails are, uh, were really close to me <laughs> and I understand them. And I think it's a it's, it's great channel. Of course, it uh, requires some effort and uh, it's not just pray and pray anymore. You, you, you have to personalize emails and, and, and pick uh, prospects carefully. Uh, but it can, you know, still can work, right? Uh, amazing. Uh, even if you invite uh, people to podcasts, I'm pretty sure you usually communicate them like with, with cold touch. It may be LinkedIn or email or some other uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> channel, you, you start the conversation where, yeah. where they, where they <laughs> And what I see now, like it was, we started like six years ago. And now, for example, when I want to go to, to grab a beer with my friend, I write him on WhatsApp. Then he writes me back using iMessages. Then I, uh, writing back sometimes using messenger because you know i have this app open and i remember that i, uh, I yeah, remind yeah. myself that i have to write to him so even with this you know common uh, situation in life we use like five or seven communicators uh, com uh, you know apps to communicate with with friends with family with uh, with people around and i think it's the same in the business uh what i believe is that there always will be one human human being and another human being, and yeah. uh, we just you know use different channels to communicate with. And what I think is the biggest misunderstanding of multi-channel communication is that we as marketers, because I I'm partly marketer, like half of my heart yeah, is good uh, to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> uh, we think that okay, so the best way it will be you know send him email and then attack him on LinkedIn and then SMS, uh, text message, or you know uh, yeah, yeah you create the whole uh, funnel uh, in your mind. Yeah. But like we think about bombarding someone with information. I, th I think it's not the best way uh, to do this. Uh, what I think is really good um, way to use multi-channel is to show that we are a real human being on the other side. Like, for example, if I drop you an email and then write you on LinkedIn that, hi, Marcus, I've dropped you an email today and I will follow you on Twitter and retweet some of your tweets uh, that was insightful and write it down in a follow-up. I retweeted it. It was great. Like you were talking about what we are doing here. You will have a f you know, feeling that there's much writing yeah. to you. Yeah, you, put, you put a face on the name yeah. and the soul into that face. Exactly. What, I, what we want to do at Woodpecker is to help the, uh, the person to do this, you know, almost effortless, like you just do the, the basic stuff and the software helps you to be this personalized and pre precise. And, uh, and this is a big challenge for us because, you know, combining this multi-channel communication and, and, and uh, for you to have the feeling that this uh, another person talking to you when he is supported by software. So not all the steps are uh, done manually as some of them are automated. It's not that easy. Like it's it's very easy to to for example send an email and uh, uh, you know send a message on LinkedIn that uh, can say different uh, um, different message or like yeah. ignore that you you already contacted on other other channels. So I think it's a really big challenge for for everyone today. So what in your case, yeah, as a company, uh, 
how do you guys tackle that? Because um, it happened to us too in, in, in mm -hmm. chat. I mean, we have to sort of figure out, okay, we cannot just copy what we did in Facebook to LinkedIn to, mm -hmm. um, to Twitter or whatever. I mean, we need to find different voices, different tones, different things. But at the same time, we have to deliver sort of the same brand experience, the same mm -hmm. customer experience, right? Mm -hmm. So how you guys tackle uh, your own strategy as, as a company? How you talk to your customers, not not just to sell the product, but throughout the whole funnel, like how, mm. how you choose the channels and, and you find the voice. Okay. Yeah, I, I was talking about like the more like selling conversations mm -hmm. because this is what Woodpecker, you know, uh, do or yeah. helps people uh, to do. What you ask is about the like communication of the whole company. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, it's difficult. Like it's, it's actually, it's, it's a challenge to, to do this properly. Uh, hmm, I think like we, we try to mm -hmm. do stuff like, uh, bigger companies, um, figure out many years ago, like building a, you know, um, brand book, a ton of voice yeah. and stuff like this. And it works like it helps. It's not bulletproof, but it helps. What I think somehow I believe it uh, might be a really good strategy and something we are going to test ourselves is to create uh, mm, the new form of marketing, like realize that we are, our competitors are not the tools that uh, our users can use instead or switch to. Our competitors are Netflix, HBO, and, uh, you know, uh, people who produce content and, and grab people's attention. Because this is the challenge we have. Like, what, how to do the good marketing? Like, you do it here. <laughs> you produce a Thanks, good content. It, it, it also was a, an inspiration for us, like, to, to, to see that someone is, you know, here at Verslav, near us, building something on a, on a really high, uh, high level. And so we try to do something, uh, we plan to do something like this uh, at Woodpecker. To solve the problem you, you're talking about, we think about building, uh, um, let's say programs, like not, uh, it will not be only around people who are, who will be hosts and not only about company. It will be about topic, like topic mm -hmm. we would like to talk about. And, uh, uh, of course it's not revolutionary. Uh, it's not a revolution. It's, it's, it's simple idea, but it's very difficult to build around it. And, uh, it is, it is. Uh, I mean, people yeah. think that, I mean, even though I always, I always promote the idea of like, look, if you want to start a podcast, start a podcast, start videos, start mm -hmm. whatever. You have to start somewhere, right? But you have to build. And it's very interesting what you mentioned that you really, you don't compete with, uh, with other sales automation tools. You're competing with Netflix. You're competing with, with like, um, with brands that they're using every channel to get people's attention. Yeah. And then yeah. there's little space for, for companies us. like ours. It's like, <laughs> hey, well, well, we have all the solutions here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. To, to, do, to do that. Um, but <clears throat> go ahead. what I think is that um, the biggest challenge for us is to build this association with our brand, like that people around will, will like enjoy the content we create. And maybe we are not, you know, um, all the time have the same tone of voice. Sometimes, you know, we can, we can be, uh, be a, a bit different, but still they will remember that, uh, okay, Woodpecker created something interesting or live chat created something interesting. And they will, when they will decide to choose, uh, live chat or Woodpecker, they, mm -hmm. they, uh, go to our website, they, you know, Google us, then, then, then is the, the, the sales, the marketing sales, uh, sales funnel. So the, the, the biggest uh, challenge is, uh, from my point of view is to build the awareness using the, um, the, the, this kind of, uh, tools like, you know, podcast, video podcast yeah, and, 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 uh, and so on. And, uh, 
the biggest challenge is to keep all other channels like pay-per-click and you know um, all traditional uh, channels uh, mm-hmm. very consistent and th- there we have to have the same language like about features about uh, you know mm, uh, benefits and, and and so on so i think uh, here uh, like creating a content that's a bit entertaining a bit uh, informative and uh, uh, building a brand awareness uh, the more the most important is to have like good personality and good host good uh, good guests uh, uh, give yeah, good content because after all that, that's how and, and i don't want to use the word hook but that's how people get hooked to yeah, something yeah that's true um and and i i wanted to to dig in into what you said about about this um sort of starting with 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 this top of the funnel with with this mm-hmm. like call the attraction because um one of the things i was i was just reading about uh, multi-channel communication just to be prepared for our, mm-hmm. for our episode before and they're they're this this is the biggest challenge right it's just to have a a a one brand because after all company yeah maybe with companies when when they're a bit small mm-hmm. like like uh, live chat or or you guys um you have small teams of people that can align together but mm-hmm. then when companies grow and grow uh the alignment gets harder i mean yeah. even i mean even, you don't have to be a super big company just to make yeah. sure that everybody's aligned yeah. and and same with what you said i mean if, if maybe we're doing this sort of podcast just to attract people mm-hmm. to remember the brand but then sales is not even going to bring it up you know what I mean? So then, like all the effort that top of the funnel people are doing with with things like this, it goes, mm-hmm. it gets lost because yeah, even though you create the brand awareness, uh, then sales is not connected to what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah. they don't they don't mm-hmm. use the tools that you're providing, and then even down the funnel, like when when you have a customer success or whatever you want to mm-hmm. retain people, maybe the language change or maybe the whole thing. So it, there is a bit of inconsistency there that you do have to find. Mm-hmm. So will you will you say things like brand books and and guidelines? Do you think will help enough? I I think that uh, they're they can help. It's totally not enough. Uh, what I think they're um, we usually like think okay we need to have a brand book. Then we spend a year building it. Then we have it and then publish it in, internally, mm-hmm. and then we forget about it. And there are many new people who has like twenty five links to articles to read and 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 so on. They they you know screen a bit of, uh, of a brand book and and that's it. So. It's literally like <laughs> yeah. it's a brand book. Maybe if it's you know very interesting new form, like watch this video. It's very interesting, and it starts like at Hitchcock, like you know, and then you you, you have to watch and, and the brand book or the all the messages inside. I've never seen this, but maybe this is uh, this is the way how we can uh, how we can uh, like really be sure that people will read the brand book. It have to be interesting. What I think um, it's. It's like brushing the teeth. Like we have to do this uh, like daily. And uh, when we skip this, like one day or two, we will not notice the difference, like one week or two weeks. But after a half year, yeah. uh, we go to the dentist and we see, oh my God, what happened? And this is the same. Like, I, I know the feeling, my dentist hates me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of, uh, of that too, like in terms of internal communication. I forgot very often that I have to, you know, slice it and talk very often to people inside company and ask other, uh, you know, leaders to talk to people, to, to, to um, um, you know, post a short video at internal Slack or, yeah. or a, a short, short text uh, about some aspect. And then I think that the only way is when people ha- keep the conversation like going because everything is changing. Like 
I think the only thing that's not changing are some kind of values we have and maybe the, the vision, but other things, I think that they, they will change. They evolve, exactly. Yeah. They, they, keep, they keep changing. So, so the, 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 the only solution I see, but I, I'm not sure how to do this, uh, uh, you know, uh, in the best way, but I think that, that, that might work is to remind like all the time, almost all the time, like brushing the teeth, like, every week, like a, a small portion. Consistency. Yeah. Consistency. I'm not good at this. I'm working on, uh, <laughs> on it. <laughs> but I think that's the, the only way. That's definitely for sure. Because um, even, um, it happened to me on LinkedIn. I mean, I, I started using LinkedIn heavily two years ago, but I, I had LinkedIn since 2012 or something. Like mm -hmm. And I had it there as a sort of like online CV. That was what it was. But then, because live chat pushed me to like, right, well, you're the face now. You you go up and, and talk and make noise. So I started posting three, four, five times a day. And that was the only way for me to reach out. Like I, I jumped from like 500 followers that I had for no reason to over 5,000 followers that I still don't know why I have them. But, <laughs> uh, but, but it's because you're there all the time. Like um, today I posted something and uh, one of the coolest influencers in LinkedIn reached out to me like, dude, we have to have coffee. I'm like... Okay, okay, let's, mm -hmm. let's have coffee. I'm like, whoa. And um, all these other things, but it's consistency. It's like, you have to be yeah. there. You have to be there all the time. Like right now, my <clears throat> my customer is in LinkedIn, even though I don't sell anything. Uh, what I sell is my image of, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm the brand ambassador of this company. I promote this company. So look at me. Mm -hmm. And But the only reason for me, or the only way for me to make it work is to do it, do it, do it, do it. Right? Now, um, that's my channel, LinkedIn. For you guys, uh, as, a, as a company that sell a very specific, or, or at least a, a, a very specific solution, mm -hmm. right? what are the channels that work for you? And what, like, have you ever had to drop a channel? Like you try things here and there and you notice like, for example, Twitter, no, Twitter is not doing anything for us. So just, just drop it. Or how, how do you drop channels? How do you choose sure. channels? Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I think that these two topics are very connected because, uh, uh, when you said about like this, this daily posting on LinkedIn, like this is my also, uh, my, 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 my struggle, my job, like <laughs> something I'm working on. Uh, but I think that we should build habits like as a company, like to post regularly on places like that we choose, mm -hmm. like the channels that, uh, that we choose. So maybe this is also a solution, like to create, uh, habits, not personal habits, but company habits to, uh, to do some kind of activities in, in different channels. Um, you know, at the beginning, we, we decided that our biggest, uh, question is not what kind of channels should we, you know, choose, but what kind of channels should we, um, leave? Like, don't even touch. All right. So you started so, the other way around. Yeah. Like, so, so, cool. so when, when we started like six years ago, we started with, uh, blog, uh, newsletter mm -hmm. and Twitter as our main channels. We even didn't have a face, uh, fan page at Facebook and, and, and so on. And uh, after some times we realized that Twitter is okay, but it's not performing as we expected. And that newsletter is really uh, like a big engine of, of growth. Still, it was six, six years ago, many people said, oh, email is dead. Like they, 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 keep, saying <laughs> yeah, they keep saying that, <laughs> but it's still, still working. We have like, uh, I think around uh, 30,000 people on our newsletters or, or 50 right. right now. And, um, uh, and the blog, like the, the, the text mm -hmm. articles, uh, it used to be, you know, the best, uh, the best, uh, channel, um, the six years ago. And, uh, like one year and a half year ago, we started 
experimenting with vid videos, thanks to Vovik, who was yeah, yeah, uh, was guest here. Guess, yeah. Yeah, so uh, hi, Vovik, thank you. And um, and uh, of course, it's a journey. Like we we produce some content, we see that uh, you know this is the new new form of uh, um, communication with the market. So. We are going to produce more and more on that and, and learn and ex experiment. Like what we try to do is to, to make our marketing team, uh, like creators team, like team of people who create yeah. uh, good content. And, and this is our, uh, that, that's something that's been changing too. Mm -hmm. Like uh, people start like even in, in any channel, they started following more, uh, personal brands than mm -hmm. the actual, uh, the actual yeah. brands. So do, do you push your people to sort of, I mean, not push it and like you force them, but do you encourage, that's the word, do you encourage the people in your company to help spread the word? Like, I mean, if you have a new feature or something, do you encourage them in a way like, look, jump to your channels, be proud of what you did, or or you just let them let them be on their own? It's something I would really like to, uh, to happen or to, you know, to be our reality, but I know how it's difficult, like how difficult it is to, to, to you know, to open yourself and to, to do stuff like this. So I've never forced any, anyone to do uh, no, something. No, that's good. Like that's good. <laughs> forcing doesn't work. Just uh, and encouraging. But what we figure out is that maybe we shouldn't just post as a woodpecker and maybe not only just as, you know, personal brands, maybe even mm, I'm the most active like in now, maybe as a, as a person on LinkedIn. But we should like figure out something like channels, like, like topics, as I told you. So we will have, um, we're working on it right now. We will have like uh, three or four, uh, topics, like, for example, um, um, uh, content for lead generation agencies mm -hmm. and our route uh, to, to, you know, building the, the most powerful tool for lead generation agencies and content around this. So it will be prop, it probably will be a different, you know, uh, Twitter account and LinkedIn account and Facebook account and uh, okay. YouTube profile. So, uh, so I think that it, this might be a solution. Like you, ha you, you when when you used to watch uh, watch TV, there were like programs I and that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was some time ago. But you know, the the form formula was that there was a there was a, a program mm -hmm. and there was a host. But sometimes the host you know, s switch to someone else and then and, and still the, that the program was going. Uh, so there was the same TV channel, a uh, different host, but the, the formula was the same, like exactly. the topics were the same. So I think that this is something, this approach we will test like this year or next year and we'll see where it goes. That's, that's pretty cool. And, and actually we, we're coming close to, to the end and, but I want to, I want to let the people at home to stay with that idea. Like if, if, if we're going back to the basic of our conversation was multi-channel communication, uh, the biggest blockers that you guys are going to find, uh, you're going to find is keeping, keeping it consistent and keeping it to one message. So, um, I mean, you probably agree with me here. I, I let you uh, give your closing words for sure, but, uh, try to create a voice that it can be replicated through many channels, a message and an experience that can be replicated in many channels and, and bang it over and over and over, uh, just consistency, just keep going, put it out. Um, and I want to actually close with one question that mm -hmm. I just came up. As a CEO, uh, half marketer, how much uh, of how much worry you are about Roy on this kind of um, initiatives, especially because we talk about a lot of top of the funnel stuff. So how how much you trust your gut, or how much you want to see money back? Mm. Uh, as far as I remember, David Ogilvy 
once said that half of the money you spend on marketing is uh, is you know is is uh, money sent to the trash, but you never know which one. You will have which app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. app. I think that uh, we have to like. I really enjoyed this. Uh, I really like this, you know, ROI, this analytics, and you know, connection between marketing spending and and uh, results. But I think it's not like the reality anymore. Like we have to be open-minded. We have to um, invest in these new forms, not knowing if it, if it's the gonna work. ROI will will, will <coughs> work like you know instantly. I'm pretty sure that it will work in the long term because when you build something interesting for people, you give them the value mm -hmm. and they they remember the brand. And this is a half of a uh, of, of of our job. Then then when they are. Uh, they usually are not ready to be our clients, but they, when they grew to the point when where when they ready. want to buy some sales automation tool, they will remind uh, remember themselves, remind themselves about Woodpecker, and you know, then the rest of the funnel should work great. Like to yeah, it's, it's, a, it's one of the Cialdini's um, uh, reciprocity. So yeah, you exactly. gave them value, and when the time comes, they will try to return that as, well, I'll become a customer for this guy. Yeah, but it can take like two years. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and mm -hmm. the, the person being like three different jobs during this time. So it's very difficult to to actually uh, see the ROI. Like yeah. we have to trust a bit that what we produce is worth spreading. I like that. And I, I really hope uh, CMOs, marketing managers, VPs of marketing, remember that. It's hard to go to your board and say, I don't know which half is working, but <laughs> you got to trust it. You got to trust it. Uh, Matt, can I invite you for another episode? Because I would love to dig in into your own journey as a CEO, because I think that could be valuable sure, of too. Course. Cool. Thank you. So let's do that. Next uh, episode is going to be again with Matt. We're going to talk about becoming a CEO, personal branding, things like that, which I think is going to be very valuable. Thank you, everyone, for watching this episode. If you like this video, you know what to do with the like button. Subscribe to the, our channel. And we'll see you next time. Matt, we'll see you next time again. Thank you very much. Cheers. Incoming chat.